What's up fam? This is Unfiltered Fitness After 50 with your host Pam Campbell and this is going to be real talk about real things in regards to anti-aging, nutrition, fitness, dating, buttholes, everything and anything that we can discuss to keep us young at heart, be 1% better and live our best lives. Join me in today's episode. I can't wait to be unfiltered with you. those of you that always put yourselves last. That's what I'm going to talk about today. Now, maybe if you're a man and you're a dad, maybe you do put everyone else's needs first and yourself last. I generally really only know this about women and moms. That's not to say I don't think that men could that men that can't happen for men, I think it absolutely can, especially if you're in a relationship where you're not giving 50-50, right? One person's giving a shit ton more than the other. So here's what I'm going to say to that. You know, this is what I found. So I've been in fitness for 30 years and I've worked with thousands of people, men and women. I would say I really have worked with equal amounts, honestly. So, and they all talk to me about everything. I know people's secrets or just their just about their life, not always secrets. But here's what I would say more for women, because I think that women have given up their career, their livelihoods more than men. Maybe this was years ago, maybe not so much now. I actually know quite a few women that are the breadwinners now more than over men. So, and I was one of those people as well. So I definitely think that times are a little different now. But with that being said, over the years, I would say that there's been more women that once the kids went to school or college or left the house, they were left with feeling empty. They didn't know who they were anymore, you know, and a lot of times when that happens, your it affects your marriage because... If you're a couple that you haven't really been chatting with each other or you haven't been communicating and now the things that kept you together are now no longer in the house, you're left with your own feelings with each other and that sometimes can lead to seeing that you guys shouldn't be together anymore or it should, you know, it leads to you guys figuring out how to make it work. Those are big things. You know, men tend to have, if they have a career and the kids leave the house, then they still have that to keep them busy, whereas women may not have that career. Their career was the kids. So that's a big thing. And they get very depressed. I've, I've dealt with quite a few that were pretty depressed from that. And then also, you know, the divorce people. And I'm gonna say this goes for men and women. I think this is equal, actually. So if you are a person who is from a divorced family and you have children, then you both go through the feeling of, you know, when the kids are with one person, whether it be them, they're with one parent, and then the other person is feeling, you know, lonely. And especially if you don't have other friends to kind of hang out with, then it's really tough. So what can you do to change your life so you don't feel so sad, right? Well, I really thought about this today. And here's what I would say from a person who is also divorced, but I don't have kids. Then I would say one, finding a community is always helpful, whether it's a community that is virtual or in person, something that fills a void. Obviously, you guys know what my number one answer is, and that's fitness, right? So going to the gym, 
personally, I think that's the best place to spend your money is, especially if you're lonely, then go join a gym. There are gyms that are mad cheap now that you can easily join. You don't have to join a very expensive one, but it gets you out of the house. It gets you social or it can be kind of social if you let it. So there are those kind of options for you. And now there's a lot more groups out there that you can join. I never really did that. Not that I was above it. That's not to say I wouldn't do it now, maybe. The other thing is traveling alone can actually be more fun than traveling with people. I've done it now a few times and and I had a great time. So one of my trips that I went alone to was I went to Colorado in September. And I mean, I have friends now in Colorado. I went there for a concert at Red Rocks. And I went to that alone. And I had a great time. So there's so many things, you know, that you can can almost be more fun without someone kind of having to babysit, if you will. But that being said, staying home and holding on to either the sadness, the anger, or whatever those feelings are, is not going to help you. Yes, do you have to grieve? Of course you do. Of course you have to be sad and get let your feels feel. But set a timeline, you know? And I know you're gonna say, well, you know, you can't just decide that by this date, you're no longer gonna be sad or angry. Actually, yeah, you can. You can just decide. Because here's the thing, you know, I've been married twice. Got married when I was 23. Was I 23? I don't know. He proposed to me the day before I turned 21. That's just too damn young. And then I got married again at maybe I was 38. Anyways, I always say this now, and I try to tell my friends this when they break up with someone, say thank you. And why? Like, why would you say thank you to someone? And one, I hate when people waste my time. I really do. I'm so busy with work and I'm just busy and I don't have time to deal with to someone who's not true or someone who's not showing me their true selves. So with that being said, like, you know, if someone finally does show me their true selves early and they don't waste my time, I'm like, thank you. Or if someone breaks my heart early and I didn't marry him, thank you. I appreciate it. You know, like you can look at it like that rather than something else where you're more in pain. I try to look at more of the positive things whenever something happens. And I feel like that's a better way to experience life. It takes less energy. So if you're always looking at the negative, so here's something else. My second marriage, I got married when I was 38, like I said, and I married him because I really wanted kids. And my clock was ticking and from the age of 35, and if you're a man, you just don't understand this. Just, I promise you, you don't. And I was so wanting to have kids that I settled for someone that I knew probably wasn't right for me. And long story short, he ended up being an opioid addict that I did not know and ended up being sterile. And I didn't know he was sterile. So here I married someone and it was basically a lie because I didn't know that he was an opioid addict and I didn't know he was sterile. And then I could look at it two ways. I basically gave him the last years of me having children, although I don't really look at it like that, but I could look at it like that. Or I could look at it as a blessing because what if I had gotten pregnant with him and I'd be stuck with him forever and I didn't want to be stuck with him. 
So I'm actually grateful. I'm grateful to the universe for that. And it took me a while to get through that because I really grieved over never carrying a baby in my belly. It's funny because it's not that I was upset about not raising kids. I was upset about actually birthing, like carrying a baby inside me is really what I really, really missed and struggled with and was what my true sadness was about because it made me feel like women, that's how you are a woman. So I was, that took many, many years for me to get past. And now I am past it because <laughs> I'm 50. Ain't happening now. And please do not write in the comments that I could still adopt, that I could have adopted or I could have done seriously. That wasn't what I wanted. I didn't want to be a single mom. I didn't want, you know, I just didn't want to. I'm not putting down people that are. That's just not what I wanted. So I don't really have family to help me and support me. I didn't want to do it by myself. I didn't want to hire a nanny and have a nanny raise my child. If you did that, great for you. But that's not really what I wanted. So it is what it is. And I am okay with it now because really what's happening in the world right now, I don't know if I'd want to have kids. I'd be that crazy mom. I really would be. I would have been that crazy mom that was screaming at all the town. I don't know what they are. What are the meetings where they have for parents? I don't know what they're called because I obviously I've never been, but I'd be that crazy mom and screaming to take the masks off the kids. And I would be screaming it and screaming it and screaming it. So I would have been that mom. So it's probably good that I, I didn't have any. But thank you for all the compliments. I appreciate you. So rather than holding on, to anger and grudges and things like that. And, you know, even I'm not going to comment if someone, you know, if you're unfortunate enough that someone passed away and you lost someone like that, because I can't comment to that. I can only really comment to divorce and things like that, because that's what I've experienced. But holding on to the resentment, the anger is going to affect your life. And if you want to have a better life, then maybe think of the positive that came out of it. So that's really what my whole thing is, letting go of anger and resentment and really moving forward because I think that people's lives can really change when they work through that and they let it go. And I'm gonna stick with that. So if you are lonely and you are sad and you feel a void, you feel like you're lost, you feel like you don't have anyone, then here's your action steps. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care if you're fucking broke. Figure it out, sell something, and go join a gym. Doesn't have to be an expensive gym, but go join a gym because you working out is going to help your attitude, okay? That's number one. Two, find a community. There's many, you know, divorced after 30, 40, whatever, 50 groups out there where you can get some like support, some camaraderie, and things like that. There's other communities out there as well. Join one, make some friends. It's not that hard and you might find that you make some lifelong friends from it. What's the third thing? Get out and do things. So I used to wait to do things because, you know, if I didn't have any friends around that would do something with me, I wouldn't do it. But now I, there's something I want to do and there's nobody around. I just go and do it. So if it's something traveling or, you know, whatever it may be, if it's even going out to dinner and I just want to go to a place. I am so comfortable with myself now that I can do these things. I wish that for everyone because it's definitely a freeing feeling to, I almost have more fun when I go by myself. I chat with everybody, I make friends. It's really a nice experience to do that. So those would be my tips. And if you do any of them, please message me and let me know because I would love to know that 
I inspired you to do one, two, or three of those things. Okay, so thanks so much for joining. Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast, Unfiltered Fitness After 50, and make sure you like it too. And I hope you all have a wonderful night. I'll see you tomorrow. All right. Peace out, everyone. Peace, love, and protein. Bye.